Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. He didn't come to the funeral. He came in after like, we were sitting down eating. Came in dancing. Happy dancing. As the jury in the YNW Melly double murder trial deliberated, we sat down with one of the victim's aunts to discuss her thoughts on the case and her nephew. Welcome to Law & Crime's Sidebar Podcast. I'm Anjanette Levy. The jury in YNW Melly's double murder trial spent much of the day Friday in verdict watch. Melly's fate is now in the hands of that jury. Most of the attention on this case has obviously been focused on Melly. But regardless of whether he's found guilty or not, we can't forget that the lives of two young men were taken back on October 26th of 2018. Anthony Williams, who went by YNW Sack Chaser, and Christopher Thomas, also known by YNW Juvie, they were both shot to death. We spoke with Anthony Williams' aunt, Rena McNeil, and learned about how she feels about the trial. She also told us a little bit about who Anthony was. How are you feeling right now? Right now, you're in a waiting game. It's, you're just waiting to see when the jury comes back. Yes, we're all nervous, you know, just been praying, you know, having faith. Hope everything goes right and get justice. That's all we want. We've heard so much about evidence in this case. We've heard text messages. We've seen all of these things. But, you know, we really haven't heard about Anthony. We know that he loved music, obviously he loved his friends. So... Tell me about Anthony. He was a good kid. You know, he was he was the one that tried to get everybody in so everybody could eat. A lot of them boys that was coming from Gifford, Sack was bringing them there so they all could benefit from, you know, the group. You know, he was scared of trouble. He, you know, he loved his friends, family. You know, he was a good kid, quiet. You know, he kept to himself. He had his only few select that he hung with, so... What do you think his ultimate dream was? You said he liked to do his um, YouTube videos and produce music. Did he, it sounds like they all had really big dreams. Yep, they did. That's all they wanted to do. Big rock. That's all he wanted to do. And it was finna take off. It, you know, it was going to change the game. A lot of people like his music. I like it. I still listen to it to this day. Sack wasn't a bully that they think he was. He was a good kid. Like, he wanted all his friends to come up in the industry and eat, you know, Tay, Tay Withers, whatever his name is, he's part of Sack family, but not technically. He was down there for Sack. Sack brought him there, you know, so they could all try to come up, you know, and be positive, maybe successful. So it's crazy. It's crazy where I live in. Rena then discussed that the YNW brand was all Anthony's idea. 
how big of a part of the whole YNW music organization was he? Um, you know, we saw in one of the text messages, he said, you know, I'm the CEO. So do you, did you feel he was like a driving force behind the organization? I think he was because um, when they started that group, Melly was, I think, in jail. And I used to see him have his little notes. And I didn't even know he was rapping until they ended up passing away. I started listening to his music. But he used to always have his little notes way before they blew up. So he used to draw the little logo and everything. So he came up with everything. Oh, he came up with the YNW the name, logo? The logo. Mm-hmm. Yep. At the time of this recording, a verdict had not yet been reached in the YNW Mally double murder trial. But Rena McNeil believes that Melly and Cortland Henry are responsible for Sack Chaser and Juvie's deaths. She expressed how shocking it was for someone so close to them to betray her nephew. What's it been like to sit in this trial? And, and obviously you've had to look at some things that are horrible that no family should ever have to look at. Yeah, it was, it was kind of hard because we took this, like we all grew up, was close, you know, my sister helped raise my kids. I helped raise her kids, you know, so it was kind of, we all close family, you know, so it kind of hit us hard. It's like the closest death we don't really had in our family, like it hit us like this, especially as far as like a murder, how all this stuff done happened. It's crazy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. He was real close to these boys. Like, he used to go visit Melly when he was in jail type, you know, loyalty. And they hurting they on him. It's crazy. I also asked Rena about when she found out that Anthony and Christopher had been murdered. She mentioned that she actually found out about it on social media. She then went on to discuss her feelings about who she believed did it. It was so long ago. It was like the day after the fact, we ended up getting calls or whatever. We thought it was like, it wasn't true. So we ended up going to the source and they confirmed it. It was true. So, yeah. We didn't confirmed it. Somebody reached out there. We, we found out on Facebook, stuff like that. You found yeah. out that he had died on Facebook? Yeah. Did you all ever have any conversations with Melly or Jamie after Anthony and, did, and Jamie, uh, Chris? Jamie came to my mom's house and Track came over, the manager. They came and tried to show a condolence or whatever. I knew from day one because. He wasn't no trouble kid, you know what I'm saying? And he didn't have a lot of people around him. He wasn't that type of person to have a lot of company around him. No, I knew from day one. So when you say you knew from day one, you felt that Melly and Bortland had something to do with this? Yes, ma'am. So me and Sat, we had a very spiritual, like it's in our blood. Like that's why I say Sat knew a lot of stuff was going on, going to happen that night. Well, before, weeks before, he knew something was going on. So 
it was just like we got that instinct in our family like we see feel stuff and see stuff for it happen so so he he kind of knew what was going on he just probably didn't think they'll do him like that you know are you talking about like the text messages where he he said to Melly something to the effect of something tells me you, you all are up to something and you yep. and he really he really loved them boys and it's kind of sad that they did that to him Rena explained to me that she's been talking to her sister, Anthony's mother, throughout the course of the trial. She told me how she's been following the case. She touched on the fact that Anthony's mother looked out for all the boys since they were kids. Have you mm -hmm. spoken to her about how she's feeling? Yeah, we speak all the time. She's just in high spirits, you know. She kind of keep her head up, you know. It's kind of hard losing your oldest son, you know, especially to a double homicide, you know. And she took care of these boys so they came to her house, you know, spent the night, ate her food, you know. They all took care of these boys like they was their own. And you see how she was talking to Melly in her text. She was so hurt, like, I don't know what to do. And you talking to the person that killed your son. She didn't know what to do at this point, because nobody didn't believe that they'll do that, you know. I asked Rena what punishment she would like for Melly to receive if he's found guilty. She also went on to discuss cell phone evidence, that it's a crucial part of the evidence in the case and the fact that she believes no one actually shares a cell phone. What punishment, if, if Melly is convicted of first degree murder, you know, the punishment is either life in prison or the death penalty. Is there one you prefer over the other? I mean, I'm not... <laughs> Uh, I'm not big on the death penalty because I feel like God should have the, you know, judgment on somebody. But life in prison, definitely, you know, but you got your laws and you got your rules. So it's sad. I, it's, uh, these boys done lost their lives. It ain't just second juvie, medley, Bortland. They think it's all a game. It's just real life. They laughing all on Facebook and all that. They're like, this is a serious. Y'all life is about to be on the way. I definitely pick life without possibly a parole. Cause I feel like if he get off on this, he'll try to do it again because they done laid out so much evidence. You teaching people how to get away with murder. I learned a lot from this case, like a lot. What have you learned? Just like how science works, you know, in murder cases, like you don't need a weapon. You don't need DNA. You know, I watch a lot of first 48. So I already know a cell phone. <laughs> do some damage to you. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always say, you know, you, you can ask someone how they're doing, but you look in their cell phone, you find out exactly what's going on in their lives. Exactly. Nobody, so it's like an open nobody, book. It's like a diary. <laughs> nobody leaves their cell phone. Nobody, my cell phone always in my hand. I don't, I better let my friends go on my phone. Like, you know, don't swipe left, don't swipe right. You might see something you don't want to see. <laughs> So I'm very particular about who touched my phone. And Sat was like that too. Like, don't touch my phone. You know, everybody like that about their phone. Nobody share a phone these days. Who shares phones? Especially somebody that's famous, you know? It's all, it's all a case that you just gotta use common sense and put it all together. Finally, I asked Rena about whether or not Melly attended Anthony's funeral. This is what she said. I had talked to people who said that Melly did not go to the funerals of Anthony and Chris, he went to Seth. You know, he didn't come to the funeral. He came at, at the like when we were sitting down eating. Came in dancing, happy dancing. Didn't show his respects to nobody. 
I remember that day he came in dancing. You said that he it was a dinner. It was this after the funeral yeah, or before? You, you, after you sit down and after the funeral, everybody goes sit down to eat and stuff. That's how most. That's how we do it. Like we have the funeral, everybody go down and eat the food or whatever. So he didn't really attend the funeral. He came after. When he came in, he was dancing, doing his little dance. So he came in dancing. Did he say anything or? He dropped some shirts off that they made for the boys or whatever. He made some shirts for sack, like red and peace shirts or whatever. He dropped them off and they left. He had security guards and stuff with him. He was probably there probably like five, 10 minutes. Didn't say nothing to my sister. Didn't come give her a hug. Say, you know, nothing. Again, at the time of this recording, a verdict had not been reached in the YNW Melly double murder trial. Stay tuned to Law & Crime for continuing coverage of the case. That's it for this edition of Law & Crime Sidebar Podcast. You can listen to and download Sidebar on Apple, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always watch it on Law & Crime's YouTube channel. I'm Anjanette Levy. We will see you next time.